0: There's one thing I wish I knew and had growing up, and that is the understanding of the balance between my head and my heart. I thought I had to choose one over the other. Hi, I'm Lisa MK Ling. Welcome to One Small Thing. So growing up, I learned karate and martial arts from a very young age and I became a karate fighter. And there was a lot of conflict in fighting, literally, you know, you're punching somebody, kicking somebody. And, but I was also a very highly sensitive kid and it was really difficult to deal with all of that conflict in my face with all this sensitivity. And there was also a certain amount of conflict at home. My mom is Scottish, my dad's Chinese and they did not see eye to eye on a lot of things. So they disagreed and argued a lot East kind of clashing with West. Um, Eastern and Western values and so I shut down, you know, feeling a lot of that and just kind of went into this you know warrior fighter mode. and I went into if I'm not if you're not feeling, then you're thinking. and um, I lost touch with trusting my own emotions and trusting myself. and I became by the time I was twelve, I became very disconnected with myself and mostly listening to what everyone else wanted and I was actually looking for a way out like I did not like the way I felt and I had suicidal thoughts and um, then I realized that the one thing I did enjoy was winning (laughs) I liked the feeling of when I was winning regional local district karate championships and so I decided that the way I would survive in life was to win was to succeed And so from 12 on, I became very focused at in succeeding and, and I did, I succeeded in school, I became valedictorian in my high school, I, I went to university, I got my law degree, I got a Commonwealth scholarship, I did my master's degree in England. And School was in a way easy. I got really good grades and um, i I knew how to focus and work hard because of martial arts. I had a kind of focus where if you lose focus you'll get punched in the face and so I apply was able to apply that to my schoolwork and it made school kind of easy in a way um, and I succeeded in sports i We had a good instructor, my sisters and I, with my dad, and we did really well. It was harder competition in our own home than it was on the national team. We all were on the national team. I won nine national titles and the World Soke Cup and went on to represent Canada all over the world. And um, so, you know, all of this success, this outward success, magazine articles, fame in a little small karate circle of Canada. We were known as the Ling Sisters. Um, But then I got married and retired from karate when I was 30 and um, started and had children by the time I was 32. And something very interesting happened. Um, Everything changed when I had kids. I was not in fighter mode anymore. I had to retire from all that. You can't really be pregnant and be doing karate at the same time. I retired and um, went into mother mode. And I realized that the qualities required to be a good mother are very different than the qualities of being a good fighter. You know, fighter is fierce aggressive, strong, um, tough, focused, disciplined. And as a mother, I had to learn how to be gentle, how to care for babies, gentle, loving, nurturing. Um, It was really the opposite set of qualities that was required of me. And it was a very difficult transition. And Um, I didn't really know how to do that in the beginning. And so I applied, as my kids were little, I just applied what I knew from karate onto them, like the control, the discipline, the determination, the focus. Um, And the thing was that they did not like that. They are freedom-seeking beings, and they didn't want to be controlled, and they didn't want to be disciplined all the time, and they didn't want to have everything dictated. All the things that worked for me individually as a fighter did not work for my kids as a mother and and so I had to learn to let those go and uh, one time it came to a head when my son was three and he had a complete hysterical breakdown over a simple timeout, which was the form of punishment we were using at the time when he didn't behave we used punishment and sent him to go be by himself but he hated that and he completely flipped out and it was just very disturbing for me as a mom to see my kid who I love that upset and I knew he wasn't faking it and it happened a few times in a row within like a week and each time got worse and I said to my husband after that you know we can't keep going down this path like this this is not going to a good place and I knew then that we had to change something I didn't know what but I knew we couldn't keep doing whatever we were doing which was in my mind using the most mild form of punishment so um so we gave it up we we gave up timeouts we gave up punishment and I that that little thing you know um turned out to be absolutely revolutionary in our lives in my life in our kids life and in our family's life because as I thought about it later what is punishment well it's using fear to control your child and I thought this was in Jakarta and I would sit down you know by the pool with looking at the frangipani flowers falling into the water and think about these things it's like why do I need to use fear? And why do I need to control him? So I gradually let go of these things that served me so well as a fighter, and learned a whole new set of things. And I was, I was determined to learn a new way. And I threw myself into learning a new way into learning how to not use, if we weren't going to use a fear based approach, then there was only one other option which is a love based approach. And I learned about positive affirmations, I learned about energy work and channeling a loving energy through your hands and became a Reiki master. And I read hundreds of books, including lots of parenting books, how to talk so your kids will listen and listen so your kids will talk and, you know, having a style that wasn't so much tiger mom, but more listening mom and and not so much about controlling and dictating um, and having a relationship of authority and submission with my child, but developing a relationship of mutual understanding and respect. And it was scary, I have to say, to, to have everything you thought you knew, you know, completely go out the window and start from scratch. But because of the love for my kids, I was willing to do it and it set us on a completely different path that i didn't know would change everything and what happened over the ensuing years um, is that not only did i change but the kids changed my husband changed my relationship with my kids changed and we ended up going from being a family with daily emotional chaos and me shouting at them all the time to becoming a peaceful and harmonious family. And we went from becoming, having relationships, which was more about a battle of wills, you know, and a lot of frustration and stress and everybody pulling their hair out to developing really lovingly powerful relationships with each other. Um, And then the, the last thing, and maybe the most important thing of all that I didn't realize would happen is I, by balancing the qualities of being a fighter, fierceness, power, determination, discipline, focus, intensity, and the qualities of being a mother, love, gentleness, caring, nurturing, listening, which are really opposite qualities. I ended up accepting all parts of myself and really becoming myself, my authentic honoring self, which is something I had no idea would or could happen. And learn to listen to myself, to trust myself once again, and all that disconnection from my feelings that I felt at, a, at age 12, that all came back. And you know, having kids cracked my heart open again, in a way, and I felt love like I'd never felt before. And it's, it allowed me to release that mask that I had put on that mask of success, and to really become my true self, once again, and that is What has led me to this path of wanting to share all this with everybody, because there's no greater gift to yourself or your family than becoming you. Okay, there's one more thing I want to say. so I oscillated between warrior mode and mother mode when I was raising my kids. And went from one extreme in a way to the other, from being really tiger mom to really controlling and dominating in the beginning. And then that didn't go well to becoming then really laid back, super relaxed, go with the flow and really stepping back. And that did not go well either because kids need boundaries. Kids need rules. Kids need to have discipline. They need to be held accountable for their actions. It's They don't do well when you just let them do whatever they want, whenever they want. That produces brats, Um, including with yourself. If you do that with yourself and don't hold yourself accountable to certain standards, you would become the same way. So I had to learn how to blend these two opposing energies together to become loving and powerful at the same time. And then the key was knowing when, you know, which style you know was appropriate when in in what moment was it called calling for you know this part of me different parts of me and for that you know there's no book that's going to tell you when this happens do this when that happens do that like you are the world's expert on your children period you are the world's expert and so what i had to learn was basically to trust myself to trust myself and to feel into the situation, not just think and use rational, logical mind, because that led me down the path of like, okay, you're right, I'm wrong, or I'm right, you're wrong. And it's very black and white. And that did not go well. So I had to feel into that as well and be like, what's going on here? What are the deeper layers? What is my child feeling? What have they gone through? do they need what what are their needs right now, even if they couldn't articulate it right? The four basic needs of kids freedom, f- love, power, freedom, and fun and I had to intuit a lot of that in order to understand and and so that really taught me to listen to myself, to learn to trust myself, and then I was able to teach them how to do that as well, and we talked about a lot of this language intuition, um, inner dialogue, self-talk, understanding the voices, the different voices in your head and what they're saying. And they learned, therefore, to listen to themselves. And that is no small feat for some teenagers. And as a result, they learned to hang on to their joy and spontaneity and innate awe and wonder of life despite all the challenges of teenagehood, while at the same time learning discipline, learning how to achieve, learning accomplishment, being successful in the world. And the, the two opposing sets of qualities, because I had to learn those, I then was able to teach my kids those and how to balance out their head and their heart and not just go into one or the other, but to really blend both together thinking and feeling doing and being loving and powerful at the same time and that really allowed them to you know start to rise to their highest creative potential and it allowed all of us to support each other to become who we're meant to be as opposed to us all pulling each other down and being stressed out all the time. So we, they learned to self-regulate, they learned self-awareness, they learned self-control, self-care, learned how to meet some of their own needs and learned personal responsibility. And I learned to find my joy and to balance out all the different parts of me and accept all the parts of me. And together we all get to rise to our highest creative potential as a result.